Welcome back, everyone. This is episode 41 of the Golden Goal podcast, episode two of the return. Uh, since the coronavirus lockdown uh, and our little bit of hiatus that we took. So welcome back. Thanks for joining us. We've got more footy to talk about. Javi, how you doing? How's it been since since last episode? Uh, fantastic, bro. Um, another week, another week of footy. Um, absolutely beautiful day outside today. Went on a nice run today. Uh, actually, it wasn't so nice. It was pretty brutal. <laughs> but uh, other than that, though, everything's good. Some soccer's back. The Bundesliga wrapped up as well. Um, we'll talk about that as well. Uh, I think Lewandowski got... Uh, the the boot right the goal or what do they call it what do they call yeah, it yeah golden boot golden but boot. I think uh, he scored like even beyond that and just outside of the regular season I think he scored like forty plus goals in all competitions so far this season just absolute next level shit right there. and how old is he he's like he's he's thirty two yeah thir- he's past thirty I'm pretty sure fine wine like fine, fine wine he just wine. gets better man as he gets older. But yeah, Bundesliga wrapped up, so we're gonna talk about that. We had I we pretty much had footy every day this week, um, which was nice. I, I mean, I know you go into the office, but I have the privilege <laughs> of watching as I work, quote unquote. Um, games at noon, games at two fifteen was usually how it was going. Mm-hmm. There was Syria midweek as well. Um, yeah, so the lot lots to talk about. So we'll start with uh, Bundesliga wrapping up. We'll get into Premier League a little bit, FA Cup, um, and talk about. Um, Teams in the second tiers who are uh, vying for promotion into the Bundesliga and uh, Premier League at the moment. And then wrap up with some extra touches as we do. So without further ado, Bundesliga officially done. Um, This week, this weekend, yesterday actually, all games kicked off at the same time. Um, Final standings, Bayern win by 13 points. To think that they were once down by as much as what six to eight points, I think. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were down a decent amount going into the second half of the season, and they, like we said before, they they turned it around, man. And I mean, how, they had a hundred goals for thirty two against in the in the league. Unfucking real, dude. Um, like we said before, Leipzig really disappointed uh, towards the second half of the season. They were up top going into the going into the new year. Um, and then they kind of like you know they like they kind of put their their foot off the gas a little bit. Dortmund, we always knew they were liability in the back. And I don't know if you saw, but Hoffenheim dicked them down four zero. Yeah. At at I mean I guess there's real no home no real home field yeah. advantage anymore these days. Yeah. But yeah, at the at at Dortmund four all. Um, the Andre Kramer had scored all four goals in that game. Beast. Fun fact. Um, but yeah, Leipzig really disappointing down the stretch. Um, but you know, you know who was in the top six going coming out of the lockdown? Mm-hmm. Schalke. They didn't win a single game their last uh, since re- the restart of play. Yeah, and this was a team. I think they were in fifth or sixth place going yeah. into uh, into the lockdown. Finished twelfth. Wow, they really just. I think they had. I'm gonna go through their games here. They finished with two ties. All, and then the rest were losses since returning. That's ugly. Uh, they scored one, two, three, four, six goals in eight or nine games, and I think Weston McKenney had two of them. And I think only one of those goals came from a striker. Oh, their own. Their I think their only win came from their last win in the league was January January seventeenth. 
Yeah, they see. I see they have a cup match win, but yeah, January seventeenth against Gladbach. Oh my that's god, that's insane. So big fall from Grace. Uh, David Wagner, the American coach there. I'll be interested to see what happens if he if, he if he sticks around. What about uh, Weston McKinney? What do you what do you think about him? You think I, he, he I might think go he's somewhere? A, I think he's a bright spot in a really bad team right now. Um, I, I would say the same for Josh Sargent, the American kid at Werder yep, Bremen. Yep. Just a dog shit team. Um, I actually saw something on Twitter that when Josh Sargent starts, the team statistically does better. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually last game of the of the fucking season they win six one and they get into that uh that pro rel playoff spot which the Bundesliga has uh, the the sixteenth mm-hmm. place spot. Okay, where they play the third place team uh, from Bundesliga two okay. to decide who stays down and who mm-hmm. goes up and vi- vice versa. It's an interesting way to do that. Actually. Yeah, I actually kind of like it. I actually yeah. kind of like it. I didn't even know that. I thought that it was just the bottom three get relegated like yeah. that. But, uh, but it was, I mean, outside of Bayern eventually running away with it, the, I think there was very, a lot of, com- a lot of competition with that second through fifth place spots. Leverkusen was very good this year. I thought mm-hmm. I'll be interested to see, if they can hang on to some of their talent, Kai yeah. Heiverts, we I think we've talked about it before. Kai Heiverts, and um, they've got what? Who's the other young kid on their team? Uh, oh, Kevin Kevin Volland as well. Um, oh, Be- Leon, uh, Be- Leon Bailey. They still got Bellarabi. They still Bellarabi. Uh, yes, yes, he's Bel- injured right now. But yeah, oh, they still okay. have Bellarabi. Uh, they've got they've just got some good talent. Jonathan Ta, he's a young uh German center or defender. Yeah. But they have, they have some good talent and they're now coached by the old um IX IX coach Peter oh, okay. Peter Peter Bosch. Okay, so it'll be interesting to see if they can hold on to I mean, I feel like Kai Havertz might be out uh this summer though. I mean, he's he's a hot commodity and he's a beast. Yeah. He's a beast. Yeah. And I even during some of these Bundesliga games Recently, the commentators have made comments to see, you know, maybe Byron will be after that, after him. Yeah. Classic in Byron the off season. I'm sure they will. It's a classic uh, Byron. They'll have the money to, to splash on him. You know, it's the it's the Byron way. You know, you, uh, you find the best players in the league that are on Byron, and then you just buy them, and that's how you win the league. Yeah, <laughs> you buy people from Dortmund. You buy people from all over the league over the to league. strengthen your squad. And I, I just hope, I hope we see soon. More uh, more competition in the Bundesliga yeah. outside of Dortmund and uh, and Bayern. I I hope I hope Leipzig are able to replace Timo Werner, who's going to Chelsea now, and can strengthen their squad mm-hmm. and take some more strides. Yeah. Uh, because in the first half of the season they were very good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but speaking of that, sixteenth place spot with the the Pro Rel playoff, um kind of a good segue into Bundesliga 2 which also wrapped up the same uh the same weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh Stuttgart is coming back up from Bundesliga 2 as well as Armenia Belfield. Bil- <laughs> uh I think they won I think they actually won the league. Yeah, they won the league uh by 10 points actually. Yeah. And then Heidenheim is actually a good story. They I believe have never been in the Bundesliga, so they're oh. going to play Bremen for that uh for yeah. that last spot, basically, that might be an interesting game. Uh, Bremen have been kind of, they've been kind of stinky. I mean, they've been stinky this season. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I kind of want them to stay up because I want Josh Sargent to stay, to stay. Yeah, I do too. 
Um, so we'll have to see maybe, but it'd be a good story if they are able to get, they get promoted. And I think yeah. they have a good shot just because Bremen really haven't been if, old Bremen. If Heidenheim is able to win that tie, it would be crazy on both ends of the spectrum because Bremen is a big club. Kind of like... Um, Ozil came from that club. Huh? Ozil came from that club. Yeah. yeah. And they, back in the day, like, you know, they won titles uh, yep. back in the old Bundesliga days. Mm-hmm. They're a big club. They, I, I, I don't want to go out on a limb and say they have never been relegated, but they're not used to... They're used to being in the in the Bundesliga. They've yeah, been there yeah. for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this little team, Heidenheim, I believe they're uh, come from a very small metro area in, in Germany. Germany. It would be like... Unreal. Unreal for them. First time ever in the Bundesliga. So it'd be just be a wild outcome from, from both perspectives. So oh, that yeah. would be interesting to follow that along. I don't know when the, that game is, uh, but it's two legs, I believe. It'd be an interesting one to watch, though, especially yeah. if you guys can uh, can catch that. And I'm pretty sure they televise those, those, mm-hmm. that, those playoff games. But, yeah, Bundesliga wraps up. Um, there's really nothing – too much more to say about it. Wolfsburg, Hoffenheim, Leverkusen get the Europa League spots. So. Okay. But then moving on to the Prem, more games this week, midweek games. Uh, unfortunately, we must report uh, Liverpool have won the Premier League for the first time since it's been the Premier League. What are your, what are your thoughts on that? First, first impressions. Man. Even I mean, though it was almost pretty much inevitable at this point. I mean, they... Let's let's be honest here. They deserved it. They have the best coach, so I think in the in the league right now, right now they have the best players in terms of the system they play, um, and the morale in that team right now. Like all of them, just feel, I feel like they all get along well with each other. You know, they're all like all good lads. You know, they're all just you know just it's like they're all really good friends, and it's important in a team, right? Good chemistry. Um, they both fu- they they all fight for each other. They you know, and Klopp has that intensity, right? He's like. Klopp is the kind of guy that it's like he's like if I'll go to war for my for my players, you know what I'm saying? Like he has yeah. that kind of mentality, and the, and I think it it's contagious um, towards the players as well. So I, they deserve the win as much as I I hate to admit it because I'm obviously Man U fan, so Man U and Liverpool are big rivals. Um, but they, I mean, they fucking ran away with it this yeah, season. Yeah, I mean, what can you say? What can you say? I mean, we knew we knew it was f- since the second half even started, and since January they were gonna win. Mm-hmm. And we're like, yeah, no doubt. I mean, uh, I mean, should should the the cities and the Uniteds and the Chelseas of the like have given them a bigger fight? Yes, yes, of course. But Absolutely. at the end of the day, Liverpool, hands down, best team in the league this year. Uh, my follow up question to you would be: Do you think it's possible that they could sweep the end of the season awards in terms of you know coach of the year, young player of the year, player of the year? Uh, obviously, team of the year, mm-hmm. all those end of the season yeah. rewards. Mm-hmm. Uh, golden boot. I, oh. I don't know where Salah stands right now. I'll bring that up really quick. But do you think that's a reasonable yeah. thing to I, expect? I think they could. I think they'll win most of them. I for for uh, what was it? The young player of the year one. Trent. I, Trent. It might go to Trent, but I don't know well, how. What's the age gap though, or what's the what's the cutoff? That. Uh, that's a good question. I know Trent is eligible because I've heard other people talk about oh, okay. uh, talk about it. Okay. Um, but it may be twenty two. Uh, okay. And Trent Trent is Trent twenty two or tw- is he younger? Uh, I'd have to look. Um, I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. So because I I didn't know I forgot how old Trent was because I was also gonna say maybe Greenwood but 
Um, but I think actually if Trent, Trent is 21. Okay. So yeah, he qualifies. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hands down. Then it goes to Trent just because of the fucking, that dude, since we're talking about Trent, let's, let's talk about his free kicks real quick. I mean, that guy, it's like Beckham-esque type, type free kicks that he takes now. They're like peaches. And it's, it's kind of interesting to see that you don't really, you don't see that a lot from an outside back anymore. Like being able to do like really nice set pieces like that. The only other player I can think of that maybe has that type of capability is maybe like Marcelo. Like you know to be able to like whip yeah. in a good cross, you know, go on the go on the attack like that. Um, and Trent has like he just has some saucy balls, bro. Well, it's funny you mentioned that because uh, I have his his stats pulled up right now. He's got twelve assists on the year, six of them off of set piece services. Yeah. Um, he's got three goals, two of them uh, free kicks, one from the run of play. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's he's incredible from 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 dead balls for yeah, sure. Yeah, he and. Uh, so yeah, you're right. I think it's it's expected maybe to see uh, a bunch of the Liverpool players probably sweep the awards. I don't think Player of the Year though. A lot of people are are putting Henderson in that con- contention, and I don't know what are your thoughts on that. I'll give you my quick thoughts on that right now. I think Henderson's a good player. I don't know if he deserves Player of the Year award though. I don't know, and that's like not because I'm salty. That's not yeah. because you know I just. I just don't think I don't I don't know I I it it just is I don't think he deserves it to be honest with you I think he's like I you know I if anything he should he should get the most improved player of the war uh most improved player of the year award honestly I I don't think I don't think he deserves it he's obviously a huge part of that team with his leadership mm-hmm. and like you know just just his uh his presence on the field I, you know they're they're gonna win more games with him on the field than off of it, mm-hmm. obviously. But you know, in my opinion, Van Dyke Van Dyke is the one that really makes that team yeah. what it is. He has leadership abilities as well. He's literally played every minute of every game this season up to this point um, in the in league yeah. games. If it's not him, because he, he the the back line was their Achilles heel before they signed. Oh yeah, before they signed him, mm-hmm. and now they've brought him in. You know, it, Joe Gomez is a good talent, but then outside of Joe Gomez, who do you have? You have Lovren. Mm-hmm. You have Fabinho that can play center back, but that is not his natural mm-hmm. position. Um, and then who else do they got that can play center back? Oh, Matip. they have Matip. Yeah, they have Matip as well. But you take you take Div Van Dyke out of that team, it's a, it's a different it's team. Good. Yeah, like uh, it it goes back to a team with a liability, uh, with with a weakness. Yep. To exploit, right? Mm-hmm. With him in the team, they don't really have a weakness. Mm-mm. No. With him in the team, you have to be absolutely at your best, and you have to get some balls to bounce your way, and a little bit of luck, and for them to not have for them to have an off day, basically. Hundred uh, percent. He just makes that whole entire backline a lot better. Like just yeah. his presence there and. Like you said, Joe Gomez, uh, Joe Gomez is a really good talent, uh, but I just think if it, if if Van Dyke's not paired with him, I I think you can re- you'll you'll you can see easily his like yeah. weaknesses is what I'm saying, and right. that's like that's like with any mm-hmm. like with any championship team needs like a center back that's like like you need a, almost a world class center back like if mm-hmm. for a championship team, and then you can partner him up with someone that maybe like a Joe Gomez type player. I I will, I will say this about Jordan Henderson, even though I don't think he deserves player of the year award and i don't think he's even in the same category as van dyke in terms of the influence he has on that team mm-hmm. in terms of performance perspective steven gerrard handing 
the captain's band off to Jordan Henderson. Like there was no better person yeah, to yeah. hand that off to. No, yeah. And I think every team, if they want to be great, needs a Jordan Henderson. They need that caliber of captain. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you think about United when they had like Roy Keane. He yeah. was he was that yeah. leadership presence. Hundred percent. And Liverpool have that in uh, in Henderson. When Chelsea when won Champions League in uh, 2000, I don't remember what that was. 2012. Twelve, yeah, it was like 2012. Uh, you know, they had Lampard. Yeah, had that leadership quality there. You know, you you need that not only to be successful in the league, but if you want to go on and go on and win Champions League yeah, and yeah. just be a global power, basically. And they have that with him. And he's not going anywhere for sure mm-hmm. because he definitely has improved in terms of performances over the years as well. Yeah. He definitely has a better team around him, mm-hmm. uh, but I guess like he's, it, he's crucial to that team. Still, you're right. Leader, like in yeah, and I, I didn't say that to like take anything away from. Uh, and I'll, I'll say this: like leadership isn't really something you can develop it, but it's something that's always kind of just like in you, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, you either like, kind of have it or, or, you, or don't. you don't, or you don't, which is like, and if you don't, that's fine. Like yeah. some people aren't like that. Right. But like a true born leader, that's just being, that, that can just rally the troops, you know, someone mm-hmm. that like when everything is going to shit, you look at that person and they're like, you know, they're your rock. Yeah. You know? And, uh, that's what Jordan Henderson is. No matter whether mm-hmm. he has a shit game or a good game, you already you know what you're gonna get out of yeah. like 100 percent like work effort. And like, that and going and going off of that, that was Vincent Company to City, yeah, and they really missed that this it, year. They really have missed yeah. that. And if you ask any City fan here or abroad about you know what went wrong this year, um, a lot of them will say, well, they never replaced Vincent Company. Not only did they miss him in terms of center back depth. He, I know he was injured a yeah. lot, but they did not have yeah. that leadership presence no. on and off yeah. the field that he provided. That's true. Vincent Company was a savage. He would be yeah. yelling at everyone. Like he was, he demanded a lot from mm-hmm. everyone around him. I remember he is. You could tell when he was pissed at like players. Like you could tell yeah. he was pissed off. And George so. Henderson, you could tell that as well. That's exactly. Uh, especially in yeah. games. Yeah. So you're right. That's exactly what City were missing, and that's actually what Man U have been missing for a long time now as well. Like I mean, mm-hmm. you can. That's like the biggest thing. If you don't have a, a natural born leader in your team, then you know there you don't really have no backbone. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, so Liverpool win the league uh, after City lose to Chelsea. Um, really not going to say too much about the Chelsea game. I mean, Chelsea played very well. I think they've played very well since returning to uh, mm-hmm. returning to play. Uh, but you know, commentators are making it sound like. Oh, if City wins this game, like there's still hope. No, it is inevitable. Liverpool's yeah, eventually yeah. going to win the league. Eventually, it's only a matter of time. It's just a matter yeah. of which game week was yeah, it going to be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but now City have to play them next, and they have to be the first team to like applaud them as they come on the field, which is a fucking kick in the nuts. But I digress. <laughs> but in other news around the Prem, Arsenal finally get a win against Southampton. Uh, Liverpool destroyed Palace four mm-hmm. nil. Uh, United. We'll talk about the United game, game in a second. Yeah. Uh, but these other results: Everton over Norwich. Wolves. Norwich going down. Uh, Wolves beat Bournemouth. Wolves beat Bournemouth and uh, and Villa yesterday. Okay. Uh, so two one nothing wins. Okay. Beast. Uh, they're looking strong still. Mm-hmm. Uh, Villa also tied midweek against Newcastle. They. 
I got you got to think that Villa's going down. Yeah, I don't three way three way tie twenty three teams yeah, on twenty seven. But points, I just don't. But. I don't see West Ham getting relegated. They'll find a way to stay up. I feel like um, Austin Villa has just been cheese kind of. I mean, their only light has been Grealish. To yeah. be honest with you. Yeah. Um. And real quickly, how much do you think he'll go for if they get relegated? I mean, I don't think he should go for more than fifty if he get, if they get relegated. I think he should go. I I, I think I think he'll go between fifty and sixty five. Fair enough. I feel like the relegation might might bring it down a bit though. Maybe. Right? Yeah. I don't know if he because sometimes there's like clauses in people's contracts. Like if you if you get relegated, like you can only sell me for for this amount. I don't know if he has that or not. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm but not sure. It would have to. It'd be interesting to see, though. You know, there's uh and we'll talk about it more as the season winds yeah. down. Those teams that are in the relegation battle or do get relegated, which players from those teams are of value uh, that that might get picked up for next season from Premier League clubs. Mm-hmm. So that'll be interesting to when we have to talk about that. Uh, but then, yeah, United over Sheffield. Obviously, Sheffield have had a rough, mm-hmm. rough st- restart. Uh, but I watched this game, um, and this was honestly one of the most exciting games I've seen, uh, most attractive mm-hmm. games United has played in a long time. Oh yeah, I was I was on cloud nine that day. I was I was so happy. My my boy Marshall with a Hattie, the first Hattie. Uh, United have had since RVP back in like I think 2012 or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. The commentators were saying that. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Like I mean, it was. That's the way they should have played. I mean, they domin. I mean, I, I'll say this: all Sheffield have been kind of stinky since the restart. But we, I mean, Sheffield's still a pretty strong team, like defensively. Obviously, mm. they're still hard to break. But Man U just really like they ran the show uh, in that game, and they were just passing it around, doing their thing. And I think a lot of it came down to Bruno and Paul starting. I mean, they they just. Um, yeah, they work really well together, and it's and for me, like I'm hoping that partnership is like something permanent in the future. Like obviously, I don't know what's going on with Paul Pogba and his future, but those two really work well together. Uh, Matic has has come alive again. I was surprised to see Matic start. I thought yeah. they thought they were going to give McTominay no. the nod, but M- Matic is has found his form again. I mean, and I don't know for how long because he's kind of old now. Yeah. Um, but he's the dude. The dude came back to life. You know, he's uh, he's. He he really is like a true CDM, and I don't know yet if McTominay and Fred can even be that yeah. that true CDM. And when you have Paul and Bruno playing, you really just need someone that can just sit back and clean up all mm-hmm. that mess in the back. And Montez yeah. still it can still do that perfectly. For how long? I don't really know. Um, yeah, I wouldn't jump the gun on Montez. Yeah, but yeah. to your point about uh, McTominay and Fred, you probably just don't know if they can play that role because. They haven't had Pogba in the team when they yeah, were playing yeah. together because he's been out for so no, long. Yeah, yeah. So um, I would like to see them, I, one of them, slotted in next to Paul and see how yeah. they do in that true six yeah. role. Which I honestly think they both could. To be honest, yeah. like, I, I think McTominay has obviously like more of the body for it, but Fred is also kind of like a tenacious player. Which like he yeah. can, if he really finds his form, he can do. He can replicate something sort of of like a Fernandinho type player if he if he really like finds his form that CDM role, but. A lot of people saying like we might need to go in the market, but I'm like I don't, I, I don't know why we don't just give one of these guys a shot also to see if they can do they it. Just like, extended Scott's contract yeah. at 24, so yeah. you know why not at least give him a look in that role a little yeah. bit. And like I don't want to say like it's an easy role to like teach or something like, but it's like more so like you need to be patient and sit back more, which like I don't think should be too hard to kind of explain the player. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and I don't want to take that away. I don't want to say it's an easy. Again, I don't want to say it's an easy role. It's like center center defensive mid is a is a hard position to play, but 
I think you know they're young, or especially especially Scott McTominay. He's young enough where you can teach him kind of how to play that role. So and he's got uh, like Carrick, another like midfield, you know, all these like old right. players. They can like really tell him like how to play that role. I don't I don't really see what the issue could be. Mm-hmm. So, but anyways, going back to the game, um, it was just it, I mean yeah, it was just a really good performance all around. And Marshall had uh, nothing. His last his third goal was really nice. His first two goals were kind of just like poacher goals. Like I mean, he was just in the box, um, and he was he was in the right place, right time. Was able to just put it in. Uh, but you could hear, you could hear Ole uh, telling him to like get in the box, like get in the box, like yelling him get in the box, uh, because you know that's how you sometimes those are the easy goals, right? That's what makes a good striker is those yeah. easy goals, like at the right place, right time, and he he was he was there and he put him away, and that third goal was such a beauty. L, it was a, a PlayStation L one circle little dink over the keeper. Yeah, that um, that was a, that all all the way around. That was their yeah. their nicest goal I thought of the day, yeah. and I think at the end of the day they could have had. Like four, more, five, yeah. six. I know Rashford blew a couple chances, yeah, yeah. which he rarely does. Uh, he set up two, uh, but he could have had two of his own for sure. Oh, but yeah. uh, even, I mean, outside of just simply the result, they were moving the ball very well. Pogba and Bruno were combining very well, like all United fans hoped they would. Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes you think how that's going to proceed going forward. If they can hang on to Paul and that dynamic continues to work between the two of them, they'll they'll have a very good midfield. And yeah. also shout out to Mason Greenwood in this game. He had a really good game. Probably yeah. the best the best game I've seen him play uh, in oh, a United yeah. shirt so far. Yeah, and it's like almost as far to say is that maybe he deserves that starting role over Dan James as far like until they find who, who no absolutely until they find in my right, opinion absolutely. yeah he, he until they whatever they find a right winger or mm-hmm. some whatever they do but Greenwood should definitely be in that starting that starting role. He has um, so much more creativity in that yeah, role than he Dan James knows how to use both of his feet. Good finisher. I mean. I think it's just kind of like an obvious yeah. decision at this point. Nothing he was against, close to having one in this game as well. He was, yeah. Um, nothing against Dan James. It's just Dan James is more of a one dynamic type. Like he just kind of yeah. has like his speed. He's very one-dimensional. One-dimensional. Um, so overall, though, really good result. Uh, I mean, Man United has the, their next final games are relatively easy, I think, besides that last Leicester game. So... Um, and Leicester have been looking really, really bad uh, this season. That's a good point, yeah. Season. Brighton, Bournemouth, Villa, Southampton, Palace, West Ham, and then Leicester to finish off the season. So it's it's really in their hands. They're three points out of uh, a fifth with a game in hand. Um, five points out of fourth with Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's... It, it's still, and then Le- Chelsea's within a point of Leicester, so that third through sixth spot is still yeah. kind of up for grabs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it'll that'll be uh, fun to see how it yeah. plays out. Um, but yeah, I definitely wanted to hit on that because I was very impressed with what I saw for the yeah. first time in a while with oh, yeah. United. Yeah, obviously they they've gotten good results in the past, but they haven't that like they beat City two zero earlier yeah, this yeah. year. But they just didn't necessarily like play play pretty football at all. Uh-uh. Uh But this game, they they played well, start to finish. With that midfield, there's no way you can be playing good. Yeah, like you can't be playing counterattacking football with that midfield. Yeah, and then Bruno came in yeah. and it changed it changed things. things. Yeah, and now Paul's back, and it'll it be just, really interesting to see. It it just the consi- yeah. if they can provide that consistency. It just takes a lot of the pressure off Paul from from the past because everyone kind of just looked to Paul to do everything and with Bruno there yeah. he kind of like shares the burden now in the mid so overall I'm looking forward to it but I guess we'll see at the end of the season where we're at so 
I'm going to hold my tongue. <laughs> That's true. And then uh, FA Cup, very briefly here. Uh, City will play Chelsea. Uh, this is July 18th, so in a few weeks. Um, and United will play Chelsea. Or did I say City will play Chelsea or Arsenal? City will play Arsenal. Arsenal. Yeah. Chelsea will play United mm-hmm. uh, third third weekend of July. Um, and then the final is scheduled for August first at this time. So uh, that'll be that'll be interesting to see. I think United and Chelsea will both be in very good form mm-hmm. by then. Um, <laughs> Arsenal, I can't really say the same thing. They're a totally different story. <laughs> but that, that's FA Cup. And then I wanted to touch briefly on uh, the championship, which we never really talk about the, mm-hmm. the championship. But with things winding down here, uh, I wanted to touch on it just briefly uh, with teams that are in the running to get promoted and into the Prem next year. i got to bring up the – where is it at here? Mm. Here we go. So Leeds and West Brom are looking like the favorites for those automatic spots. Leeds, 74 points, eight eight ahead of the third place. Okay. Which is uh that's when the playoff the playoff teams start third mm-hmm. through sixth. Um, then you've got West Brom, who you know we've seen them come up and down. I feel like oh, more than enough times, <sighs> uh, and never provide anything more than they did the previous time they were in the <laughs> league. Uh, but they got 71 points. And then Brentford with 66. Nottingham Forest, Fulham, fuck, fucking Cardiff. I don't need to see Cardiff come back up. Nope, nope. Um, and then Preston North End, Derby, Blackburn, and Swansea kind of all yeah. in the mix. But uh, Cardiff, Fulham, Nottingham Forest, Brentford, the, the four in the playoff mm-hmm. spots at the moment. If you had a choice for teams that would come up out of those top 10, who mm-hmm. who would be your – who would you want to see? Oh, who would I want? Okay, so Leeds is, of course, I want to see Leeds. They're a big club. Yeah, Leeds, Leeds is, is a, a shoe-in for me. Um, West Brom, fuck West Brom, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, fuck West Brom. <laughs> um, I'd probably want it to be Leeds. Uh, probably Leeds, Brentford, Nottingham Forest for me, to be yeah, honest Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Brentford has been um, – Fun, I guess a fun team to watch this year. Yeah, I don't watch a, much championship. They have a I forgot what his name is. A really good left winger. He's like super pacey. I don't. I can't remember his name. Let me see. Let me look him up real quick. If you know who I'm talking about. I think I know who you're talking about. Is it uh oh, Banrama? Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep. 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 Yeah. Uh, I I saw some of his like. He's when Algerian. They, when they played uh when they played Arsenal and that behind the. Uh, you know, behind, it, they wouldn't televise it or anything like mm-hmm. that. But I saw some of, some of the highlights, and he was just like Dyson, Dyson players. Yeah, he's got uh, eleven goals, eight assists so far this year, yeah. and they just beat West Brom uh, on the weekend, I believe. Right on. Um, so they're 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 going to be certainly in the running. Oh yeah. Um, and they are a, a much smaller team than some of the other teams mm-hmm. in the championship. You know, I th- believe their stadium's only probably fifteen thousand or twenty thousand yeah, or bad. something. Um, for me, I definitely would like to see Nottingham Forest um, yes. and Leeds. Yes. Um, I actually like Fulham. I, I think they had a rough go with their coaches, their their coaching staff mm-hmm. uh, last year. I would like. I wouldn't mind seeing them back. I definitely do not want to see Cardiff hmm. um, in the slightest. Um, and I don't want to see West Brom either. 
I would. It would be cool to see Brentford. Um, I don't believe we've seen them in mm. in, in our lifetime uh-huh. in the Premier League. Um, we, you and I, have been saying for years, Derby County. We want to <laughs> see Derby County. They've made it. They're, they've made it into those playoffs like multiple times. And they always choke. Yeah. Uh, they made it to, I believe, Wembley last year, and they lost to Fulham or someone last year. <sighs> Dude, yeah. I just, I want to see them up so bad. I like, do too. I don't, I don't know. I don't even know why I do. Like, I just remember playing with them a couple of years ago on FIFA manager mode or something like that. And like, it was yeah. just a dream that I've always wanted to happen. So, uh, they're always there. They're always sniffing. Like they're they always are. There. Yeah, they they're really always, are. They're always sniffing. And they're, they were really fun to watch with, uh, with Lampard yeah. as their coach. Like, yeah, they were. Well. So I'm hoping not this year, next year, man, I'm rooting for, I'm a Derby fan at heart. I'm telling you right now. Like, well, and they're only three points out now. So, yeah, they're not that and, far. And the the championship is 46 games, so they've got seven games to go. They're so you know they're, they're right so, there. They're, they're knocking still. So I'm fingers. I don't crossed. really know anything about Preston North End. I'll be honest, uh, but they're they're at 57 yeah. points, three points out. Would not be opposed to seeing Blackburn. Mm-hmm. I, I don't ultimately don't think that they'll uh, get over the line, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoy the ch- following the championship. It's it's they a play, tough, it's they a play tough a lot league. of games. Yeah. It's a very tough league because you're usually playing twice a week a yeah. lot of times. Um, I mean, look, third place Brentford has eleven losses, eleven losses. Yeah, and fifth place Fulham's eleven losses. Seventh place Preston North End fourteen losses. Leeds and they're still nine, in the running. Leeds had nine losses. It's tight. It's yeah. it's a tight league all it, the way, pretty much top to bottom. Like that's why when people get uh, demoted from the Premier League and they're going to the championship. It's like holy fuck, we got we got work to do to come back up. Yeah, like, it's, it's not going to be easy. Hard. It's not. It's not going to be easy. So and uh, quick, quick side note, Huddersfield looks like they could get relegated back to back years and pull a Sunderland. I actually saw that. Yeah, they might. They're, they're sitting uh, right on the on the cusp there, twenty second place. Hall also Hall City Stokes. Remember Stoke? Stoke, man. Yeah, Middlesbrough. They were up in the prep not too long ago too. Hall City were dude. This is Wig. Remember Wigan? Like all these teams. QPR is fucking QPR. QPR. What a waste they were. Yeah, and they had some pretty decent players. I think. Yeah, I remember they went they, out and bought like pretty good players, and they were just they were garbage. Yeah. You know how it be, bro. Yeah. But Huddersfield gonna pull, gonna pull a fucking Sunderland. I think they're gonna do the Huddersfield till I die documentary too. Now watch. <laughs> yeah, Huddersfield till I get till I die. <laughs> uh, but all you, if if anyone out there is as big a fr- footy nerds as we are, um, the championship is worth following at least yeah. to see how that plays out. But I, I have a feeling it'll be Leeds, West Brom, and then you know whoever. Yeah. I don't want to see Cardiff. I don't want to see no. Cardiff. Those oh, other three, if if it remains those four in the in the playoff spots, yeah, can be anyone else. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Uh, let's see. That'll do it for England, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barcelona tied on the weekend, so um, even though it kind of was the same before the tie, it's in Real Madrid's hands for La Liga right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in Syria, Lazio lost Atalanta. Uh, yeah. uh, Everyone's favorite team, Atalanta. Atalanta. The little team that could. <laughs> um, who scores a ton of goals. Give up a lot of goals. Give up a lot of goals, but they're they're still in Champions League, aren't they? Yeah, and I think they're comfortably ahead. They have 57 points, and then Roma behind them with 48. Yeah, Roma so lost saying, today to AC um, Milan. Sadly. Yeah, so Atalanta's looking... Dude, they're looking sexy. They got 80 goals. Juve's in first with 56, though. 
Um, Atalanta, man, they know how to score. Bro, if Atalanta, dude, and this is just statistically speaking, if Atalanta finds a way to like reduce their amount of goals laid up by like like ten less goals next season, but they still keep the amount of goals they score now, like they're they gonna be a look, force, man. Dude, they can, they can, they can, they can. I man, you heard it here first. They can win the fucking league. So and they're in the process of building a new stadium. Yeah, really, that really can grow their brand that way. Yeah, uh, but going back Champions to league, right? what's that? Are they still in Champions League or no? Who? Atalanta? Atalanta? I think so. I think they are. I think, I they, think are, they are. Right? Um, I think they are. I can't remember. Yeah, Chandler. they. Well, they they beat um, Valencia. Oh, okay. Over yeah. two oh, legs. They, yeah, I they, don't know who they're, they're playing, playing next. now. No, no. It depends because they're playing those other legs like later in August or some shit like that. I think. Yeah, because didn't didn't they finish half of the yeah, half they, of yeah. the round of sixteen? Yeah, just half of them. So. Okay, so then the other half with City. Yeah. And uh, Real Madrid, mm-hmm. Lyon, and Juve—that's right. Juve is down to Lyon in Champions League. <gasps> yeah, dude, I, I forgot about that. Yeah, man, Lyon really needs this too because they're they're out of the Champions League. Yeah, because <laughs> Ligue 1, yeah, Ligue eats, dude. They true. fucking they fucking cancel their league. <laughs> um, but anyways, dude, yes, Serie A, Juve again up top. I uh, really, really wish Lazio need to get back up to their winning ways, bro. But it's gonna be tough right now because yeah, Juve it's, has it's a, really in it's really in Juve's hands now. Um, they really could not afford to have lost yeah. that game to Atalanta. Um, uh, but Juve still has to play Atalanta and Lazio. So some yeah, so there you go. And and Roma, and AC Milan. Okay, so, so. they've got some tough games left, and yeah. with the, the Juve team we've seen, uh, butt cheeks butt may cheeks. not be totally over yet. Um. Speaking of Juve, though, I don't, we were talking about this. Did you see that swap deal between Pjanic and Arter from Barca? And then, well, I think, I think Juve they did the swap deal, and then Juve gave all gave them also Pjanic, and then like ten million or something like that for Arter. Yeah, I don't I don't watch La Liga enough to really give a good opinion on Arter. Yeah, um, but. Would you put them in the same category in terms of midfielders, like their style of play? I don't know. He's pretty young, which is good for Juve because we were but saying how they needed to get a little bit younger. Yeah. But I think Juve needed like a center attacking mid more than anything, not another yeah. box to box player. Like I, yeah. And Arthur seems like an. Op- I don't really watch a lot of him either. Like I just, he, I just know I think that he's like a box to box. And I wouldn't have thought. I wouldn't have thought Barca would go for a team, a guy like Pjanic at this stage in his career either. So that's kind of a, just an out of the blue deal. I, I, a lot of Barca fans are pissed, actually. Like they, they, they're saying that this is not a good deal. Yeah, because he's he's uh, Pjanic is almost or, thirty. Oh, Pjanic is almost thirty. Arthur's twenty three. Yeah. So you're giving a, up a young guy for an older guy yeah. and a Barca team who another they kind of have an issue with with el, with older players yeah. as well. Um, bro, I'm not gonna. I'm. Not, I'll tell you right now. Like, I don't know what's so appealing right now to go to. Barcelona, or Real Madrid, really at this point right now, they're not really like anything. No. They're not like they're they're still good teams, but they're not anything special right now, to be honest. The the I feel like, and we talked. You and I talked about this not too yeah. long ago. Since Ronaldo left La Liga, I feel like La Liga doesn't carry that that weight anymore and that that reputation that it had. No, it, it was uh, that when Messi, it was Messi, Messi when it was Ronaldo. the Messi Ronaldo yeah. show. Yeah. 
Like I, I for sure, I'll tell you that I haven't really kept up with it at all. No. Since Ronaldo left, I just lost its appeal to me um, because that rivalry really made it interesting. Especially and Atletico's like, not making it interesting in the no. league either, and, so and, that doesn't help. And like when the Classico happens, like I don't even get excited about it. Like it, it happens, and I'm like, oh, it was this weekend. It I didn't used to know. be, oh my goodness, people it, would fucking jizz their pants over. I, at, I used uh, to like, order. I used to order wings. Like I used to get this whole entire the family together to like, watch a big game, and now I'm like, oh, it actually happened this weekend. Yeah. No idea. Like it's, it's, not, just, it's not the same anymore. It's not the same, and both of those teams just lost a lot of their clout. Mm-hmm. Like it, to be honest, and they better like find a way to pick it up because a lot of I'm telling you English teams are knocking on the door man like both teams uh, both teams now that I think about it kind of have an aging issue yeah they do uh Benzema and Suarez both both getting up there yeah, Messi yeah. obviously he's 33 or 34 now yeah. um Barca have that Fati kid but you know in the midfield Busquets has been around forever Rakitic is getting up there um, in the back line, PK has been around forever. <laughs> um, who's their other center back? Uh, Umtiti, I guess, Umtiti. is still kind of on the younger side. But he's like injury prone. He's injury prone. And they then, have Lang- uh, Langlet. Langlet, I don't really know don't much really about know, him. Yeah. I don't know how old Jordi Alba is. I'm sure he's um, getting up there, too. But though. then, like, Griezmann, Griezmann's. Uh, how old is Griezmann? I forgot he was even on Barcelona. <laughs> yeah, but, like, Messi don't even fuck with him at, at, uh, no. at Barca. No, no. And then with Madrid, flipping to Madrid. Uh, Maldrich getting up there. Bale Mar- wants yeah. to want. Who knows what he wants? He's playing golf. He's playing, playing golf. golf. Marcelo is over over thirty. 30. Yeah. Carvajal, Carvajal, I believe, is thirty or over thirty. And then Sergio Ramos, Ramos. is old. Uh, Varane is younger. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah. So they're, they're old. They're getting that midfield's really old. Tony Cruz is, I think, is getting Tony Cruz. Yeah, Tony Cruz as well. Casemiro is still, I yeah. think, youngish. But yeah. there's a ha- there's yeah. there's a handful. Of players that we just rattled off from both teams that yeah. um, aging, and it's a sh- almost a shame because despite that, like there's still not enough good teams in the La Liga to challenge anyway. No, no. So, yeah. But I think that's pretty much all the leagues. Yeah, that's pretty um, much covers and, it. And going, going. One last thing, since we mentioned no real competition in La Liga to challenge those teams. I was telling you, and now I'll tell the listeners, uh, I was watching some some YouTube videos this channel put together for each each league around the world and the champions from the start of the league until present day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the end of the video, you can see a nice graphic visual uh, bar yeah. chart mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, who has the most wins, you know, most to least, basically. Yeah, yeah. And I was watching, I watched every major league, basically, and I think the Premier League, they, he included uh, the first division and Premier League mm-hmm. era, um, and it went all the way back to like 1900, and I think there was a total of 25 different winners, Yeah. Uh, with uh, Liverpool and United having the most, and then um, a handful of teams winning once. All the other leagues, Bundesliga, La Liga, uh, Serie A, 15 or less winners. 15 or less. Yeah. And a lot of the teams that were in those, that were winners, had like a few of them had only won it like once or twice. Yeah, yeah. But in the Premier League, uh, and then the English First Division, Mm -hmm. you had Liverpool, Chelsea, uh, United, Arsenal, City, 
Aston Villa, yeah. Sunderland. Obviously, that goes back to ancient yeah, days, yeah, but ancient. all had won four or more. Yeah, yeah, it was a decent yeah, amount. Yeah, there was a, at least seven to ten teams yeah. that yeah. had won four and, or more titles. And you know for a fact in the Premier League, like it's hard for for someone to do like a three P. Like it's yeah. at most it's like two years, but then you already know for a fact maybe there's gonna be mm-hmm. a new team that third year that's gonna come out and, right. and do something. Like like Man like you can see Man City, like they, they had a two P this year they had a, like a rougher go mm-hmm. at it. But it's just how it is. The Premier League is just so competitive that it's hard to even do three peats. Like yeah. you know and and now you've you got see, and you've got uh, you've got in Syria, Juve have won it like five yeah, times in a row. And Bayern have won it like seven times in Bayern a row. Bayern have won it seven in a row. And then, and then it hasn't been anybody other than Real Madrid, Madrid or Barca and for f- five years, years now. Yeah. I know Atletico won yeah. it not too long ago, uh, but I think I think uh, if I remember correctly, La Liga has only had nine winners. Nine. Yeah, it's Athletic Bilbao has won it. Valencia has won it. Yeah, and then the um, rest. Real Betis has won it one time. Um, Deportivo La Coruña has won it one time. <laughs> but then it's just the Madrids and Barca just head and yeah. shoulders above yeah. everybody else. Yeah, and I think you know we people everywhere have the conversation: the most competitive league in the world, the best league in the mm-hmm. world. I don't think you can make the argument for any other league until they can be more on the Premier League's level yeah, with the amount of I winners agree. that they have. No, I agree 100%. That's why the Premier League is so fun to watch. At least watch. historically. I mean, stats don't lie, right? I guess. Like, yeah. Stats don't lie. Um, that's why the Premier League is America's league, bro. I mean, yeah. it's just it's just fun to watch. Um, and you know, like, every, like, you don't really see in a different league a lesser story. Right, you know what I'm saying, like, I, and you don't you don't see that, like, in the like, uh, you don't really see that in those other leagues. Like, I feel like it's just like an only Premier League thing, like that mm-hmm. shit can happen, like you know, like, where a team like that could just come up and and just find find hit their form and then yeah. be able to fucking win the league. You know, like you just don't see that in the other big leagues. And if, I mean, we didn't even talk about the French league, like you know, like <laughs> that's not even mm-hmm. <laughs> league one over eats, bro, is dead. <laughs> you know, um, but it's uh. I mean, we've been saying it, bro. That's why, like, we talk Premier League a lot because it's just the most entertaining in terms of, like, viewership and then just, like, the actual soccer and the competition, you know? Um, yeah. And Bundesliga was fun to watch when it came back, like, first. Um, but then once, like, Premier League came back, it was like, all right, well. Yeah, and know. then Bayern ended up running yeah. away with it. So, uh, I agree, though. I, I, w- I mean, I... I am open to having debates, peaceful debates with people on... W- if they think otherwise, if mm. they think La Liga is the most competitive or any other league is the most competitive, I'm open to that. Uh, I would love to hear other people's opinions on that. I just think historically, you know, it does the the records show for themselves. Mm. Um, you know, 25 winners compared to nine in La Liga. I think Bundesliga and Serie A have like anywhere between 12 and mm. 15. Um, I I didn't look at the the French league, but <laughs> it, it's just it, it it speaks for itself in my opinion. But uh, yeah, agreed. But we'll look on. With that being said, we'll move on to some extra touches here. You got any off the top of your head? Uh, yeah, actually, we're. I was gonna, I was gonna talk about the Leeds one. Oh. you're talking about. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's it's so bad, it, but it makes me like chuckle because it's just <laughs> like, oh my god, like, who, like who has the balls to do this? So, 
uh, Leeds were doing I, like a lot of I think like a lot of other clubs, they were allowing fans to like uh, submit pictures of ideally themselves so that uh, the club could uh, make cardboard humans um, out of them and put them in mm-hmm. the stands. <laughs> One person sent in a picture of Osama bin Laden, or is it or or is it Osama bin Laden? Osama Osama bin Laden, and <laughs> I forgot what game. It was like a week or two ago. You just. <laughs> Someone took a picture of the stands and it's Osama bin Laden in the stands, like a picture of like obviously cardboard cut out of him. Bad PR, bad PR, and I'm like, and I see this and like, I'm not gonna lie, like obviously like the guy was like a horrible human being and caused like a lot of pain and suffering like in people's lives, like it made me chuckle just because of like who is dumb enough to do this shit, you know what I'm like? Well, whose job was it? Was it to? Or who's like you to you view all the submissions and say okay, yeah, yeah, this this guy is good, like. (laughs) I like I, you don't. I feel like you 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 have to live under a rock if you just don't see, if you don't see a picture of Osama bin Laden, you just don't recognize it. Like you know, like it was he's such a big like, he was an evil person that was recognized all over the world, yeah. and like you can't recognize that. And I'm like, oh my god, like leads, like you're really that was, just that's a classic. Right you had one job. Fuck up. <laughs> uh, I I thought that was hilarious. So bad PR for leads for sure. There, um, I only have. Um, one, one off the top of my head that I can uh, bring up here. Mm-hmm. Um, Stuttgart getting promoted from uh, Bundesliga 2, led by an American coach who I had not even heard of up until today. Um, Pellegrino, Pellegrino Matarazzo, he was born in New Jersey, Okay, um, took over at the club this year. I believe this before this season he was an assistant under Nagelsmann, who's at Leipzig now. Okay. Um, I believe he was assistant under Nagelsmann when he was at Hoffenheim, so before he went to Leipzig. Okay. Um, and he now has the the head coaching job at Stuttgart, and he's gotten them promoted with a second place finish in Bundesliga okay. too. Very cool. So that's pretty cool. And then one off the top of my head that I also have read, um, I don't know how true this is, but I heard about it. And Marcos Lorente, does he play for Atletico Madrid? Or? Uh, yeah, I think he plays Marcos for Atletico Madrid. Yeah. Yeah. He bought a 13,000-pound bed uh, for his house. 13,000? Yeah, 13,000 pound, so wow. more, more in U.S. 30, dollars. Yeah. Wow. Um, a bed that is supposed to scientifically prove – is scientifically proven to um, – uh, how, do, how do I word it? Um, helps you age better, helps with your aging process, and thus, uh, an athlete like an athlete, you know, trying to stay in the, their best shape possible, yeah. who's you know usually retires around thirty-five to forty years old, uh-huh. uh, helps them uh, prolong their career. So he went out and spent thirteen. I mean, I'm sure he's got the. I'm sure he's got, he the, got the money, the, the money yeah. but ridiculous. So. Uh, he spent thirteen k. Uh, so I guess that would be probably $15,000 or $16,000 on a bed that is supposed to help you to help with your aging process. Don't know how you'd have to look it up. Um, but yeah, I thought that well, was, uh, insane. We'll have to, 
Maybe I'll have to take a look at that too as well. Maybe <laughs> put that on Twitter for this so <laughs> people can see for themselves and oh form my, your own opinions. Oh but. my god, dude! I think my car costs around thirteen thousand. <laughs> 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 <was> like, <laughs> that's Imagine nuts. Spending that on a fucking bed. Unreal, bro. The life of a footballer is crazy, my man. I wish I, I wish I had that uh, enough money to the just throw money like life there. of a footballer. Uh, sad. <laughs> But uh, anyways, I think that'll that'll do right for the yeah, for the I, day. Yeah, I think that'll do it. So we're gonna try to stick with the with the Sunday episodes, the weekend episodes. Fourth uh, of July next weekend, uh, but we've got some more footy this week. Uh, I think we've got I think we've got weekday, midweek games. We got midweek games. Yeah, yeah. Tuesday, United played on Tuesday. We got Burnley Palace Monday. Yeah, games every day this week, baby. Ooh. Too bad you have to go to the office, Hop. City <sighs> Liverpool on Thursday. <laughs> yeah, it's good looks, dude. Should be good. The end of the Premier League is going to be good. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. It's good to be back. It's good, good to be back, folks. But uh, thanks for thanks for tuning in. Um, follow us at golden underscore goal POD on Twitter. Uh, smash that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts if you haven't already. Um, and we'll see you next time. Peace, guys. Thank you.